This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. What is up, guys? It's Crockett. Tuesday, another Crockett cast for you. See, I don't know if anybody listens to these. I know my buddies listen to them, so that's nice. Uh, But if you ever want to, you want to send in questions, comments, concerns, maybe you got some topics for me to talk about. Please, please, please. Send them my way, Crockett at Froggy101.com. But got a lot to talk about today. I actually wrote some things down that we could talk about. So my show is actually a little bit, like my Crockett cast, a little bit better planned out. So right off the bat, uh, back to drinking water. So I uh, I don't know if you've ever seen this, but I posted on the Froggy page before. I have this giant gallon container that I would drink out of, filled up with water, and I would force myself to drink a gallon of water a day. Because if you're trying to lose weight, Drink, take it from me, I'm a bigger guy. Drinking a gallon of water a day will not only make you feel full, but you will cut weight incredibly quick. It's like my big secret. So I have this big gallon. I would force myself to drink a gallon, but it got a little exhausting. Like you're drinking this giant gallon, and like you, you could see how much more you have. And by the end of the day, you're just like, I don't want to do it anymore. So then I was buying these, these water bottles, and it only took me six of them to drink. So it was a little bit more bearable. But then I found myself slacking off. I wasn't drinking them as much. I was only getting like two out of six down. So today I decided I'm back to uh, the gallon because I would actually drink the gallon. The uh, problem is the reason why I have to go back to the, the gallon of water is because somebody here in the studio has been a little bit of a, a piggy. <laughs> Yours true, yes. I um, So I guess this is where we're going next with the... Uh, with the podcast, the uh, ice cream story. So yesterday, all my stories kind of tie together today, which is nice. So uh, yesterday I decided, so there's the Pokemon game. We're going to talk about that later. I know you're tired of hearing about Pokemon. Believe me, but I have some interesting statistics about it, some things all about it. Don't worry. It'll be, we're going to have fun. We're going to have lots of fun. Do you play Pokemon? Email me. Groggedifroggy101.com. <laughs> anyway, so... We may actually call my buddy Matt here later today because I know I've been promising uh, my buddy Whitey's going to join me, but his work schedule is not working out too well. So anyway, yesterday I go to play. uh, So all my buddies, they all play Pokemon Go, and my one buddy's almost got every single one captured. I think he has like 247 of 250. I think I have like 60 if I'm lucky. So I wait all day, all day waiting to get out of work just so I could try and keep up with my friends who have been playing all day with I don't think my friends work anymore. So get out of work, eat dinner. I'm like, you know what? I'm going to go for a walk. I'm going to go catch some Pokemon. I walk all the way to the West Pittston Bridge. I walk all the way back, and not once did the app work. It was just crashing. There was problems with the servers last night. So I was so mad because I wait all day to play this stupid game because you can't play it in, in the Froggy 101 building because I think our walls are made out of lead because <laughs> you don't get service up here. You just can't play up here. So I was so mad because I, I went for a walk. I did some exercise, and I got nothing out of it. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to go get myself some ice cream. Angry that I didn't get ice cream, uh, or angry because I want ice cream, I decided I'm going to go to Blue Ribbon. I live right down the road from Blue Ribbon Ice Cream. 
I could I could walk there if I wanted to, but I was done walking. So I'm gonna drive my car to Blue Ribbon Ice Cream, get some ice cream, try and make myself feel a little a little bit better. So now this is after I've eaten a giant pasta meal for dinner. I I felt like a pig yesterday. So I drive to Blue Ribbon. They are closed. So now even more angry. I have to drive to the Turkey Hill to get the Turkey Hill uh, ice cream. So I was actually gonna get the uh, Ben and Jerry's fish food. I like that. That's probably one of my. I think my. I know my two favorite ice creams are Ben and Jerry's uh, fish food and Turkey Hill's birthday cake. I really like that one too. So, I drive down and uh, last time I went to Turkey Hill, they didn't have the Ben and Jerry's fish food. So I was this time I get there and they have the Ben and Jerry's fish food. I'm thinking, okay, the night the night is gonna be safe. But while I'm trying to get the ice cream, there's this dirty guy and he just keeps bumping into me. He had like six hoagies in his hand. No lie, he had like six hoagies, a box of pizza rolls, and two sodas. And he just kept walking in front of me. I was like, "We're in, we're not in the supermarket." Like he can't find. I I was getting so annoyed with the guy. So just trying to focus on getting my ice cream and getting out of there. So I finally decide, okay, I'm gonna get the fish food. I'm gonna get out of here. And then I see the sign that says two for four, Turkey Hill ice cream. So I look and I was like, "Well, the pints are five dollars." And the, the big cartons of ice cream, they're they're $4 to begin with. So it's like buy one, get one free. So I was like, yeah, okay. So I put the little Ben and Jerry's down back into the freezer, and I go into the big core, and I, I grab two big containers of ice cream. Now, I know what you're saying. You probably grabbed the birthday cake. I didn't. I was like, you know what? I want, I'm in the mood for chocolate and marshmallow, so I got the chocolate marshmallow. And then I, I, I had the birthday cake in my hand. I had it. And I saw the Colombian coffee, and I said, you know what, I, I could probably go for that. That'd probably be a nice late night treat. So I grab them both. I'm thinking, okay, night's getting a little better. Then the line is out the door. So I'm waiting in line now forever. People were jumping me in line. They were jumping lines. They were like, people walk in. They're like, oh, just get in front of me. Because they they all just get in front of me. I couldn't believe it. I was like, what? What is going on? We can't be skipping the line. This point, I'm too tired. I just want my ice cream. I want to go home. So finally get up. And the woman, she rings me up. Nine dollars. I'm like, oh, no. So I, I quickly glance over her shoulder because I can see this ice cream sign. And I realize it's the pints, which I won it in the first place. The little ones were two for four. At this point, the line's so long. I'm so tired. I'm just like, fine, fine. Give me the two giant cartons of ice cream for $9. So now, instead of just eating a little cup of ice cream and stick it to my diet, I now have two giant cartons of ice cream that I'm going to eat because I'm not going to waste $9. So this morning for breakfast, I had ice cream. And then I felt bad about my, <laughs> I felt bad about myself. So then I had some eggs. So my my breakfast this morning was scrambled eggs with jalapenos and mustard because I I hate I hate 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 eggs, but I can stomach them with mustard. So I had eggs with mustard and jalapenos and ice cream. So to try and get myself back on track, I have brought back the gallon of water, which is very sad to me. I don't like drinking a gallon of water, but it must be done. So. Now back to the Pokemon. I know a lot of people, they're tired. Everybody's complaining about Pokemon. If you, I, I feel like the people that are complaining about Pokemon have not played Pokemon. It, it is fun, but now I'm going to complain about Pokemon because I'm getting irritated with Pokemon because every time I go to play, it doesn't work. It's not working for me. All I want to do is just catch a couple Pokemon and kind of be on the same level as my friends. Now, my friends, it was weird. So I grew up in West Virginia. In West Virginia... It was not cool to play Pokemon. You just didn't play it. In this area, though, it seems like everybody played Pokemon at every age. 
which I think is bizarre. So they, they all know what they're doing. I really don't get it. I don't really know what I'm doing. I'm just kind of playing just, you know, my friends are all playing it. So oh, I'll play it, whatever. But I can't play it because it doesn't work. Like today, I had to go to the Pittston Post Office to return something. So right by the Pittston Post Office, there's like 10 what they call Pokemon stops. I think that's what they're I don't even know what they're called. But you get Pokeballs. I, if you don't know what I'm talking about, just bear with me. They help you power up. None of them would work. None of them would work for me. They weren't even showing up. So I can't even play the stupid game. So I'll get ready to delete it out of frustration. But it was funny. On um, Sunday, my buddies and I, we were playing this Pokemon game. And the Burger King was packed. It was packed with people. And I said, man, I bet you Burger King's getting a ton of business. Because for some reason, Pittston is a hot spot for this Pokemon game. So if you're still confused, pretty much what it is, is it's an app that it tracks your movements, it tracks where you walk, and based on where you are, these little monsters pop up and you catch them. So there's a lot of monsters, we'll call them, the Pokemon, by the Bird King. So I said, man, Pokemon is probably bringing business in. Well, now, look at this. I must be a genius. Because people are now making restaurant choices based on the Pokemon game. It's actually, study has been done, and restaurants that are near hotspots are making more money. And people are actually making sure they go places closer. And now these restaurants are all sending out, they're sending out tweets, they're sending out Facebook messages saying, hey guys, uh, come eat at the restaurant plus, and they'll, they'll list the Pokemons that have been there to try and entice people to come into the restaurant to eat. And I've seen some people that have really good ideas, like these people uh, an animal shelter, they're near a hot spot, so they put out a lemonade stand, and people come to, and you get it warm, walk around, so they, they sell water, they sell uh, food, lemonade, and then they take all that money and they, they put it back in to the donation center to help raise money. So people are finding some creative ways about the Pokemon game. So maybe we should just all kind of, you know, take it easy on the Pokemon. Unless the game doesn't work, then you can delete it like uh, I, like I am about to do. So I really thought this was going to be more longer than what it is. I'm already, I'm in the 10 minutes. There are people that do this for an hour. I don't know how they do it. So... Anyway, my last, my last, so I'm going through my, uh, my list here pretty quick. Uh, you know what? Okay, so we can go right into the next one now. So today also, while I was coming home from the Pittston Post Office, I saw a, uh, I noticed myself holding up traffic because there was a empty Michelob Ultra can just sitting there at the stop sign, but the wind was catching it and it was rolling forward and it was rolling backwards. And I found myself sitting there for like a minute waiting for it to get crushed by cars like, it would get real close, and it rolling, like, ah. And I sat there for, like, a minute before I realized I had traffic backed up because I'm staring <laughs> at a can. I am happy to report that the can – actually, I'm unhappy to report that the can didn't actually get crushed. It, it survived. I was very bummed about that. So, uh, one of the last things on my list here. So, reading the news the other day, um, pretty bummed. The West Pittston Pool – now, I was never around for the West Pittston Pool to be open. It closed, like, the year I moved here. But it's still there. They still keep it nice. Like, the grass hasn't overrun or anything. And I always wonder, why don't they open the West Pittston Pool? It'd be nice. Nice for the community. Nice for everybody to go swimming. See, I, from what I was reading through the comments on Facebook, it seems like, from what I understand, the West Pittston Pool was only open to West Pittston uh, households. So if you lived in Exeter or Wyoming and you didn't have – Somebody from West Pittston letting you in, you couldn't come in. So I feel like 
that is kind of why they went downhill on that, which seems kind of silly. Maybe they should have, you know, expanded it to other areas. Like if you live in West Pittston, Exeter, Wyoming, West Wyoming, Pittston, DuPont, like kind of broaden your horizons there, and maybe you got more business. Anyway, I got bummed because they're going to tear it down, it looks like. And I thought, man, in like two or three years, that's just going to be an empty lot. The memory is going to be gone except for what I see in my head. And it brought me back about 10 years ago. I had this idea, and I told my buddies about it, and they all told me it was just a stupid idea. And I still don't think it's a dumb idea. But my idea 10 years ago was, and now someone's going to take the idea, and they're going to take credit for it, <laughs> but feel free to. Uh, my idea was 10 years ago, I said, what if we just get a, a video camera, right? And we don't talk, but we just walk down the streets of West Pitts and Exeter, and we just film all the streets. We film main abs, back road, everything. We just film it. We don't say anything. We just shoot all the buildings. We take our time. And then we take those tapes. We seal them up. And then we put them in an attic. And we don't touch them. We don't touch them. We just forget about them. Make sure they're kept in a cool environment so the tapes don't erode or anything like that. I go, and like 40, 50 years, someone's going to pay big money for that. Someone's going to pay big money for this tour of West Pittston, Exeter, and we have the dates written on them so they know exactly the dates we did everything because they're going to want to see what it was like historically back in the day. So imagine if someone uncovered uh, the film of West Pittston, 1958 or 1962, and they just took their movie camera and they walked down every street, every block. They filmed all the buildings. No talk. It was just a walk. It was as if you were walking in real time, but in the 60s. See what West Pitts they looked like in the 60s. Historians, someone would pay money for that because they would want to preserve the history. And even if you just, like, you're like me and you're history buff and you don't care about the money, just preserving history. I thought that's a great idea. My buddy's like, stupid idea. So it dawned on me again yesterday when I was driving by the West Pittston Pool. I said, man, I should go and take a picture of the West Pittston Pool, put it on my Instagram. That way I just have it in my database so when it's gone, like three years later, I could bring up the picture and go, ah, that's what it used to look like. So then the, the, the videotape idea came back in my mind. I said, man, I wish I would have done it 10 years ago because 10 years ago, there was a lot of buildings in West Pittston that are no longer there. Like uh, the Salvation Army was in West Pittston back then. And then I, I've heard rumors that there was a KFC and a Pizza Hut in Pittston. I feel like I need to do this for the community. Like I need to just feel like every... Ten years, you go and you film the streets. I think this is a good idea. I think this is a winning idea. And I don't know why more people don't do this because then, because think about it. I mean, think about where we are technology-wise. In like 10, 20 years, they may be able to reconstruct West Pittston based on my movie. Think about that. So they may be able to build like a 3D real-life world built off of my video that you can actually put a virtual reality headset on and walk around West Pittston like Aaron 2016. Let's say I do this tomorrow. You'll be able to walk around West Pittston on July 13th, 2016, and it'll be like a real-time video because I took the time to go shoot West Pittston. I'm telling you, I think I'm on to something here. I could be completely wrong because I don't know how any of this stuff works. My buddy Warback would probably... So my buddy Warback, he's a computer guy. He works for Major League Baseball. Pretty big deal working in Brooklyn. I feel like he would be able to give me a better rundown. This is actually te technically possible. 
I don't know if it is, but it sounds it sounds like a good idea to me. I think we could make some money here, right? Maybe not. All right, that's it. That's all I got here. Uh, definitely thought this was going to be longer than 15 minutes today. Kind of bummed about that. Uh, again, if my stupid buddy Whitey would get off work, I would have someone to talk to and bounce ideas off of. It'd be a little easier. Uh, please, if you have anything that I could talk about, questions, comments, would love to know if you're even listening. Crockett at Froggy101.com. Maybe I can get Whitey in here tonight. We can record a second one and have some fun with it. Uh, until then, just tune into my show. Keep listening. I'll talk to you later. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.